Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 66, Pregnant and Parenting in a Pandemic. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friends. How are you? How is your day going? I am letting my dog sit in during the recording of this podcast episode, so you might hear her moving around. (laughs) She stays pretty quiet. I give her the chance to stay by me while I'm working every now and then. My kids are a different story. They are much, much louder and not so quiet. So I'm so happy that you're here for another podcast episode today. This is going to be a fun one. I named this one Pregnant and Parenting in a Pandemic, but you are going to find useful tips in this podcast episode, even if you are not pregnant And even if you are not parenting, and also even if you're not in a pandemic, (laughs) so (laughs) you might now be thinking, why did you even call it this then? Well, it will all make sense because these are just useful tips and tricks to help you get through difficult times, no matter what those difficult times are. It just so happens that I am both pregnant and parenting in a pandemic. And so these are some things that I have found to be really useful to help me get through, but they're just good life skills to know about anyway. So you're definitely going to find something useful in this podcast episode. And hey, if you are listening to this episode on the first day that it came out, I drop a new podcast episode every Tuesday, by the way, then tomorrow my friend Allegra and I are hosting a workshop together. It's the first time that we are teaching a workshop together. We have both taught workshops um, separately and we are both IBCLCs. So we're very used to teaching and doing that sort of thing separately. Um, But she is also a registered dietitian and I am also trained in baby massage. So we decided it would be really fun to kind of bring our superpowers together and do a workshop where both of us are teaching and really pack a punch of useful information and also give away some free stuff to those who come. So listen, if you have not already signed up, it would be so fun to have you. We are teaching two different workshops. One is on baby gas um, how it's related to breastfeeding, um, how it's not always constipation. I, of course, will be teaching some baby massage, some belly baby massage to, um, so that you can help your little one get through those times of baby gas. There's going to be way more than that. It's going to be over an hour. You'll have time to, ask all of your questions. And then after that, we're also teaching a workshop on baby biters. (laughs) This was 
a highly requested topic. Um, so many of you were messaging me and saying, what do I do if my baby bites? Is it time to throw in the towel? Is it time to wean? What do I do? This is really painful. <laughs> we'll also be talking about latch and teething because sometimes biting is related to teething and some um, natural relief that you can do. One of those being baby massage. Of course, you know, I'm going to throw that in. So you will leave us some tangible tips, some great products from Mother Love. And if you're not able to make it to this workshop, um, I will teach future workshops moving forward. So the best way for you to learn about those is number one, to get on my email list. You can always do that at breezybabies.com and you can be the first to know. And um, I also keep you in the loop on my Instagram, breezybabies. So that is the best way to learn from me. And workshops are so fun because I can see your face a lot of the time if you have your video on. And it's like being in a classroom and actually being able to teach you, which is so much more fun than just answering a DM on Instagram or an email. And it's not only more fun, but you leave so much more confident um, because we had more time to dive deep into a topic instead of just a quick sentence or paragraph response on Instagram. So that's going to be a good time. I hope to see you there. And um, I also, again, just hope that you are having a great day. This is going to be kind of a different podcast episode today um, because this is going to be helpful for you um, in all walks of your life. Again, this is going to be applicable whether we're in a pandemic or not because newsflash being pregnant and or being a parent is hard all the time. <laughs> I can test to that whether you are in a pandemic or not. So I wanted to start by asking you if you do daily affirmations or if you have tried out anything like this before. Now, I first learned about daily affirmations, I believe it was from Rachel Hollis years ago when I still was diving deep into podcasts and listening to all the things and learning all the things. And one thing that she would say is um, she did daily affirmations and that really helped her to get to the level of success that she is at today, which is actually quite successful. She's pretty well known and <laughs> she has some different products that sell really well and she's asked to speak on huge stages. And what she says is, the reason that she was able to get to that level is she had daily affirmations that she said every day. But the catches, she didn't say it like, oh, I would like to make money while I sleep, as an example. No, instead she would say, or and write down, actually write it, physically write it down every day, a list of affirmations. And instead, they were said in a way like this, I make money while I sleep. And what she found is that her brain, when she wrote that down, her brain believed it. 
<laughs> whatever she wrote down, her brain was like, oh, you make money while you sleep. Because if you say, I want to, or I'm going to, or one day I will, it just becomes this wishful little thought that's floating around. But if you actually have daily affirmations that you are saying in real time, like it's already come true, then that is going to forge your way down that path so much stronger than a wishful little thought flitting around. So let me tell you what some of my daily affirmations are. And I used to be really, really good about saying these every single day. Um, And sometimes I do even write them down. I have a little journal just for my affirmations. Since being pregnant, um, a lot of things have fallen by the wayside because I'm just really tired all the time. (laughs) In fact, before recording this podcast, I had to take a nap because I was just too tired. It was only, it's only 1230 in the afternoon. I mean, now it's a little bit later, but I was like, I will never make it through recording these podcasts without a nap first. Um, but I have these saved on a note in my phone. So let me tell you what some of my daily affirmations look like. Um, the first one I have on there is I have all the time I need. Okay. Isn't it so easy to just be like, ah, have enough time. There's not enough hours in the day, especially when I take an hour nap (laughs) during my prime working hours while my older kids are at school. So no, I just believe that I have all the time I need. I believe that I'm an exceptional patient mother. Am I always an exceptional patient mother? No, but it really serves me to believe that I am (laughs) to um, write that down and repeat that every day. Um, Another one is I am strong and healthy in my body and my mind. I help families all over the world. I make money while I sleep. I work for myself only. That's a really important one that's really guided me when I've had different opportunities pop up, um, especially over this last year where I do now only work for myself only. That's one that's really helped to guide me with a lot of decisions moving forward. I'll find myself saying like, uh, nope, I actually work for myself only. <laughs> um, I travel the world with my family. I'm not for everyone. I follow Christ. I always know what to do. I can figure out any situation. I receive inspiration easily and act on it quickly. Those are just some examples. I have a long, long list, so I'm not going to read through them all, but I just challenge you to put together what your daily affirmations could look like and what would serve you to put on there. So enough about that. Let's dive in to my top three tips on pregnant and parenting in a pandemic. But again, these are going to be applicable to any human on this planet. Okay. So tip number one that I want to make sure that you know today is everything is working in your favor. Okay. So I had a little breakdown a few weeks ago because there was all these different circumstances in my life that was just piling up. And for me, it was very specific to being pregnant during a pandemic, which is why I put together this podcast episode. And it all just felt really heavy, like it was just too much to bear. There were decisions that I was needing to make surrounding COVID, and I just felt this heaviness because I knew that these decisions would not only just affect me, 
and also my family, but also this baby who was growing inside of me. So I'll kind of come back to that a little bit later, but I want to tell you a story about when I went to the chiropractor and um, to give you a little bit of background, this pregnancy, I felt a lot of SPD pain. Um, that is where your pelvis is not lined up. My The left side of my pelvis was more forward than my right side, and it was causing me so much pain and discomfort, like going upstairs, any sort of like lateral side to side movement. If I was in the shower and like one of my feet just kind of slipped to the side. It just was this horrible pain down in my lower pelvis area, like all the way down into my crotch. So, so painful. I've never had that with any of my other pregnancies. I had been going to the chiropractor regularly and it helped, but it still was just really, really painful. And at my midwife's office, they actually had explained that at the chiropractors, there was a specific adjustment that they could do that helped with the SPD pain, but we just hadn't done that at my chiropractors yet for some reason. (laughs) Maybe it just like hadn't totally clicked in my brain that I could tell them that, hey, can we try this other move? So anyway, I had um, planned, I had my favorite chiropractor Um, that had recently moved offices. We were going to meet my family um, 30 minutes away from my home. And it just happened to be right where my favorite chiropractor had moved to. So I thought, perfect, I'll run in and get adjusted um, right before we meet with my family and I can meet with my favorite chiropractor. And so we even left early and got there And anytime I've gone to this office, there's a chain of different offices. I always get right in, maybe have to wait five or 10 minutes at the most, get adjusted. I'm well on my way again. So again, I had left early 30 minutes away from home to go to this chiropractor. And um, it turns out it was a 25 minute wait, like way too long. We didn't have time to wait that long before meeting my family. And um. I was really annoyed at first. I was just like normally, you know, myself years ago would have been like, oh my gosh, that's so annoying. And even said that to the lady at the front desk, the poor lady at the front desk, I probably would have said like, oh my gosh, I came all this way. Why is there such a long wait? Um, But (laughs) now I have learned like, it's okay. Everything is working in my favor. So I was like, okay, I don't have time to wait today. So that's okay. I'll just try a different office another day. And it turns out the next day I went to a new office that I haven't been to yet, still within the same practice. And um, the chiropractor that was there, as I was telling him about this pain that I was having, he said, oh, let's do this adjustment that's really low down on your pelvis and it will help to align everything. Bam, he did it. My pain for months now has been little to none. Um, so would I have felt bad if I would have gotten really rude to that that poor receptionist at the front desk? Yeah, I would have felt really bad. But again, I just believe that, hey, everything is working in my favor. And even though it didn't feel like it in that situation, it absolutely was working for my favor in the end. 
Okay, tip number two, you always know just what to do. Okay, so I know being pregnant and having a new baby is hard. Add in a global pandemic and things get even trickier. Sure, some things are better. For example, no one expects you to be anywhere or do anything you don't feel comfortable with. Am I right? Family events, volunteering at your kid's school, basically anything, you have a great free pass. You can stay home through whatever. You don't have visitors at the hospital coming in the second you get your baby latched for the first time. And there's no need to feel bad not inviting over your aunt and your cousin and blah, 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 a million people to meet your new baby. You could just jump on a FaceTime call instead or not, whatever. (laughs) But there are also some tricky parts. Um, Do you get the COVID vaccine? If yes, when, when do you get the vaccine? Do you send your older kids to school? Do you still attend your gym or your church or your favorite restaurants? Do you travel? How do you keep your family healthy? Where will you deliver? At the hospital? at a birth center, in your own home. There can be so many decisions coming at you. But what I found is don't make decisions based on others' fears or your fear of others judging you. Okay, let me repeat that. Don't make decisions based on others' fears or your fear for others judging you. I haven't told everyone I know that I'm delivering at home because not everyone will understand and believe in my goals. I don't want to surround my experience with negativity because it's something that I felt is the right choice for me and my baby based on my past birthing experiences and the healing that I'm looking for with this specific birthing experience. Yes, things could go wrong, but they could also go very right. And I believe in the power of positive thinking, especially because I've put in the work on the back end. I've chosen experienced midwives who work at an accredited birth center. I've chosen the hospital I would want to be transferred to in case things didn't work out. I've carefully considered what birthing at home would mean for me and my family. Okay, let's move on to tip number three. That is, you are the perfect mother for your baby. Do you believe it? Yes, you are, even though it doesn't feel like it, especially on those hard days when your house feels like a mess and you're so tired and you forgot to put the tooth fairy money under the pillow and you're running late everywhere you went and you forgot to sign an important paper for your child. You are still the perfect parent for your child, even when you do things wrong right? Quote unquote wrong, because there's kind of no such thing as the wrong way, right? Even through those hard times, that is the exact lesson your child needed to learn. Maybe they needed you to not have their paper signed that day so they could figure out how to get it back to you and put it in the front of their binder so that they wouldn't forget. (laughs) That's what they needed that day. And for those of you with babies, you won't do everything exactly right. You'll look back and think, why weren't we more prepared for that delivery? Why did we introduce solids a little too early? Do we let our baby cry too much? Was that persistent diaper rash actually a food allergy all along? Was my baby in pain? Ah, 
the wheels could spin and spin playing all these different scenarios over and over again in your mind. And if you're anything like me, this all happens in the middle of the night when you can't seem to get back to sleep. Is nighttime, uh, maybe I should call it night-induced anxiety a thing? <laughs> if so, I think I definitely have that. So there you go. There are your top three tips. Um, again, those were tip number one, everything is working in your favor. Tip number two, you always know just what to do. And tip number three, you are the perfect mother for your baby. Now, as you're getting started on your own list of daily affirmations, you can borrow these three. You can add them to your list. Some of my daily affirmations, I did borrow from others. The majority I um, came up with on my own or I tweaked them to me to be more applicable for me, but you can borrow these as well and put them on your list and trust them and believe that they are true even on those very hard days. And listen, next week's episode is going to piggyback off of this one. I'm really going to focus and dive deep on why I chose a home birth I'm going to dive deep into that topic and it's not going to be to convince you to have a home birth because I know that a home birth is not the right choice for everyone. I just want to talk about how I came to that decision and why I felt like it was a good choice for my family because so many people don't even know that home birth is even an option and it doesn't even have to be home birth. Most people don't even know that they have options when it comes to giving birth. They think, oh, I just go in and I just do what the doctor says and I do what the nurse says and then I come out with a baby and that's it. But it's actually a journey where you are in the driver's and you do have choices and decisions. So you can learn more about what we are planning for this birth. And it's going to help you make plans for your own birth and put together what that's going to look like. Because it could look very different than mine. But the important thing is that you have some sort of plan for your birth. You don't want it to just be go in and do what they say. So whether or not you've even considered a home birth for yourself, listen in to next next week's episode. It is going to be a good one. Of course, I'm going to leave you with, you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. By the way, you could add those to your daily affirmation list as well. Have such a good one, my friend. We'll catch you next week. 